Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up, Kansas City? Let me be the first to congratulate you. Uh, There's been many already. Mr. Jay Binkley, I'm sure. But congratulations. We are the Super Bowl champions. So we are thrilled to be here. Of course, it's Jillian. We got Chris with us. We got Crame Dog with us. And we've got a couple hours of celebrating with you the largest victory in 50 years. Yes, Super Bowl victory. We finally won a damn Super Bowl here in Kansas City in my lifetime. In our lifetimes. <laughs> in our lifetimes. 50 years in between these Super Bowl victories. I was feeling so good I walked into the uh in the studio about an hour ago. Kramer, who's a Raiders fan, tried to uh he tried to dab me up after that. I was like, nah, son, not tonight. You know, I'm proud. I'm proud <laughs> of the Chiefs winning. I'm not, not I'm, tonight. I'm not gonna lie. Not hey, tonight. I'm not not from lie. a Raiders fan. Hey. I don't want your dab tonight. You can dab me up later, but not tonight. Because you're a Raiders fan, and I'm not having that tonight. My Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. It's unreal. It is. Li- I still literally. Um. It's it's uh, it's hard to believe. Uh. But watching the game, watching the celebrations, watching Big Red take that trophy in his hand and raise it up and give us one of those famous. How about those Chiefs? Is absolutely incredible. It was. It's just, it's so crazy watching it because like this was something like in the middle of the fourth quarter, none of us felt like we were going to feel like we do now. I thought I was going to get 20 to 10. (laughs) The offense was sputtering. Patrick Mahomes played like garbage at that point. And we were just sitting here like, oh no, we're, it's going to be, I was sitting like, I was literally Thinking of topics for a show where we would lose the Super Bowl. I was sitting there with eight minutes to go like, well, how am I going to how are we going to do three hours of sad football coverage? Because the, the, the Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl. And I how was, many shots are we going to take? Yes. Because we know our fan base are yes. very extreme and they can go either way. I was like, well, how am I going to defend Andy Reid? Exactly. I was prepared. I was prepared to do whatever I had to do to defend Andy Reid this this evening. Yeah. Because I was like, this is not Andy Reid's fault. And I was just sitting here like, man, we're going to so many fire Andy calls. We're going to so minute, so much negativity. And it all went away in those final eight and a half minutes after the offense finally got going. We finally got some big plays out of what and got what we needed in order to win. Man, I'd tell you this. It was very much the storybook ending that we kind of thought that it would be when you saw those first two playoff games. 24 nothing down. 10 nothing down twice. Well, 10 down 10 points twice. <laughs> and all we heard the last two weeks was you can't get down to the San Francisco 49ers. All I heard, Mike Florio being an idiot saying, oh, you can't get down. Chris Sims, oh, you can't get down to these guys. All the talking heads, if they go down to the Niners, they're gonna, the Niners are just going to keep running the football and they're going to dominate you. 
Raheem Mostert, 58 rushing yards the entire game. Get the bleep out of here. I am not, I was not worried about it. All the talking heads were wrong about this team. They played absolutely terrible. They got down late against this Niners team and they still pulled it out and won the championship. They did. And it was a full team effort. I feel as if, um, I I thought it was really cool that the fact that last year, if there's a if there's blame to place, it would have been on the de- defensive side of the ball. Yes. <laughs> and oh, yeah. this year, the defense kept us in the game. The defense saved the Chiefs' asses. They saved Patrick Mahomes' ass. They, he yes. was going to be the GOAT of this game until about seven and a half minutes left in. Yeah, and he I think... He was going to be the villain. He would be the first one to say that it wasn't his best game and that that quarter specifically. I think he actually already did talk about yeah, the it. third quarter. <laughs> yeah, he just he just wasn't um, playing the way that everyone expected and the team needed him to. But I think it's incredible that going from last year to this year, you know, you always want to talk about improvement and growing and getting better. And how about the... I mean... The reason why they did not make it to the big game was the defensive side of the ball, right? Then the reason why they hung in and were ultimately able to win the big game was the defensive side of the ball. Yes. So love when things like that uh, just kind of come full circle. Um, this defense was huge um, in so many ways and so many guys, too. Yes. You know, even toward the end there, Kendall Fuller coming up big. That wasn't somebody that you would hear, you know, every game, every quarter. Um, just making big plays. And, uh, I mean, that three-and-out stop that turned the tide, that finally. Yes. (laughs) Literally before that, I thought I was going to get sick. It was not a good thing. Chris Um, Jones just batting balls down at the line of screen. Just SWAT team (laughs) all night long. They they came to play. They came to do their job. And like we were talking about, it was a full team win. Um, And this city is lit. Like, there's no other way to describe it right now. It was absolutely insane i was down in power and light um kind of bouncing around a little bit and i have never been more proud to be from kansas city than walking through the streets people were honking people were on top of cars hanging out of windows hanging out of sunroofs um just nobody you know you're high-fiving everybody that passes you you're hollering and hooting the cops are outside high-fiving everybody the fireworks (laughs) are going off and i mean you hear the chop is going and it was absolutely incredible it was uh, and it's still going on as we speak, obviously, but what a night and what a time to be in Kansas City. Down in South Kansas City, where I'm from, uh, we were watching. My parents had a big shindig, and we had like three different TVs with the game on it. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting down in the theater room with surround sound, and I mean, I'm just, I'm into it. Like, me and my best friend are there. We're, you know, my uncle was there too. We're just, we're into it watching this game. A whole lot of curse words were flying around, and after they they uh, after they got that that stop, and they were they were up twenty four twenty, and they got mm-hmm. that big stop, and they were they were able to hold them on fourth down, and then eventually, I mean, we were just jumping around. We obviously knew that they they still had three timeouts, and we knew that they could still manufacture a comeback, but we were like, we were jumping around. We won the bleeping Super Bowl, and and then. When Damian Williams breaks off that heartbreaking, oh gosh. heart crushing, step on your throat touchdown run, like 
stat right there. We all were jumping out. We ran outside in the front yard. My dad's waving the the Chiefs flag, and <laughs> everybody's doing the tomahawk chop. You hear fireworks firing off in the background, guns being shot. Everyone's just celebrating. People are driving like maniacs along 435 and and I and 69 North and I and uh, I 35 because it's Kansas. I mean, it was just it was crazy out there. So many people driving around excited. It it is great to see and I hope the party continues the rest of the night. I hope so too. I hope everyone stays safe, obviously, and smart. We know they're not gonna be very smart, but we hope that they do stay safe and just celebrate together. Don't drink and drive. And really there's ways to celebrate, right? Like we don't need to be shooting off guns. Shoot off a firework if you'd like to shoot off anything. Yes. <laughs> just go outside and scream. There you go. Don't scream. I mean, you can scream. Don't I scream. literally walked past, like I said, I was downtown. I walked past <laughs> and people were up in a sky, like, uh, I don't know what floor, 15 plus floor building, just yelling and just cheese and we did it and just <laughs> all the things. And you, everyone is just chiming in and just screaming and hollering. And like I said, high fiving people you don't know and probably hugging people. I would like to say right now that I do believe nine months from now, there's going to be just an, a massive amount of babies delivered. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. There, I think there, we this need, is a night for that. Yes. I think this we need to night. watch the calendar and alert the hospitals to keep their staff on high. Yeah. Nine months from tonight. And I, I really think do. I think the name Patrick is going to be a very common name here in Kansas <laughs> A lot of City. November babies right there. Yeah. Be a whole lot of November and there'll be a whole lot of Patrick's popping up there in in the next few years I think there will be a lot of people naming their first second or third child after uh, our quarterback I, I believe that fully um super exciting on a, on, a, on a note for him particularly I'm sure you guys saw the tweet that he sent out about seven years ago that yes paid homage or, or just shared his kind of passion for wanting to be a quarterback that can in his post game interview after winning the Super Bowl share that he was going to go to Disney World and tonight when he was asked you know how are you feeling what are you going to do next and he said I'm going to Disney World like that is so cool to see again things to come full circle in, in an athlete who's 24 years old is it 24 years old 138 days yes became, I don't know the exact number of days I don't know but I know he's 24 yeah, correct. 24 years old 138 days <laughs> became the youngest player to have an MVP and Super Bowl title where are you going? Something I've wanted to say my whole life. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> he should he should have sounded more excited saying that. You're like everyone's like I'm going to Disney World. It he probably sh- hasn't set in yet. But you know he, that's him. You know, like you only see like the the passion and when he's on the field yelling at his guys he's or sound, celebrating. He sounded, after like, he sounded like it was like a mild excitement to go to Disney. Uh, World. Yeah, I think he's is very passionate and very um, willing to express that. Yeah, but in a certain time and place, like I said, like on the field we see it. He lets it go, like he's pumping. You know, he's. He's lost in the moment, but I think in front of any type of crowd, camera, whatever, he's very well put together. Hopefully, the commercial because like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna watch ESPN tomorrow morning, and hopefully, in the commercial, he like has a little bit more excitement. I'm going to Disney World. Like, I hope it's more because like that's how it is. Every time the every time the MVP gets it, like in the commercial, they play the little Disney song or whatever, and then that's when they they like sound really excited to go. He sounded like he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to Disney World. Like it was like a matter of fact type of thing and is that i think that's that confidence that humble confidence he's like listen i told you seven years ago i wanted to do it and now i'm here and duh this is what i tell you oh yeah i wonder how many old tweets he has of yeah i'm gonna go do this and and see him go out and do that (laughs) later on in his career he's a man of his word right yes (laughs) that's what we need that's what we expect no what a what a night 
What a battle. Uh, so happy for Andy Reid. I heard his wife partied so hard on the field that he she walked into the press conference without her shoes on <laughs> because she was <laughs> celebrating so much on the field. She was at the desk being interviewed by NFL Network. Good uh, for them, man. They had her on. They had Mahomes on. I think Mahomes' mom. I don't think she. I don't know if Mahomes' mom talked, but I know she was over there, oh. and like his siblings were over there. So yeah, they had they had the whole crew over there. Such a family, truly a family. In, in time of celebration, in time of you know you know difficult times, everybody is always there. The whole family, from ownership to coaches to players, and um, I think that's special. Another thing, I think it's just so cool to mention. We just were chatting about it off air, but um, the confetti that was used for the celebration post game fans were able to tweet in their messages i think that's yes. so cool yeah they did have that uh, i thought about doing it but i was like unless i get that actual piece of confetti <laughs> with my message on it then i don't really feel like it's going to be that special couple of um i think it's you know a couple of kobe tributes yes yeah they did have they did have the moment of silence before the game which was cool that's they've been doing that all over the sports world oh, it's just i watched my uh my real madrid team yesterday they had a very like two minute long mm-hmm. uh, moment of silence they played like some song or whatever but it was really cool and then there was like a few fans with some kobe jerseys out there so well, it was really cool to see them do that for, sure. for the super bowl too and a couple of guys showed up in bryant jerseys yeah yeah which um, i always love that oh who was it i think it was oh, i saw a few i think was it was it Passanio who came in? It was him, or maybe it was Ogba. One of the, it was one of the defensive ends, I think, mm-hmm. that came in in a in a in a twenty four twenty four jersey. So that. that was really cool to see. We saw our guy Jet uh, um, <laughs> Nicole Hardman. He came in dressed like a fighter pilot. So that was really cool. I love to see that swag from our from our team. Our team were. They were feeling themselves going into this game. Yeah. And we heard it. It's like Steve, like Skip Bayless tried to criticize them and say, oh, they're feeling themselves too much. They're overconfident. And that's the reason why they're going to lose. That swagger carried them in this game. Even when things were not going right offensively, defensively, that swagger carried them. And you saw it in this game. You saw it with Mahomes. When, when, even when he wasn't uh, passing it very well, even when he was making mistakes, he still knew if he, get a f- he got a few rhythm passes in, he knew he could get out of that funk. And eventually he did. But, damn, he, he, he made it close. Mm-hmm. He, he made us all wait really, really long, and it was really frustrating to watch. Yeah, that confidence was really good. Yeah. It peaked at the right time. Yes. The squad just had it coming together. Yeah. Um, also, walking in, well, not just another cup, quick Kobe tribute. Did you see Demarcus Russell's cleats for, no. pre, for his warm up? Ooh, you got to look them up. Really sharp looking. You need oh, really? to look them up. Yes. One yellow, oh, really? one purple. Got the eight, got the 24. Oh, really? Got his little baby girl announcement on there. Very, very cool. You should. I tweeted him if you want to check him out. No, I have to go on your Twitter account. There you go. <laughs> um, but no, I think that was cool. And again, just. The pregame, um, they were just, it was just, they were ready, man. They were ready. And this whole week had to be distraction after distraction, and they clearly limited them. Yeah, and that, that was one of the things that they talked about throughout the entire week was trying to limit the distractions because they're so prevalent, especially in the city like Miami yeah. where, I mean, it's one of the party capitals of the United States of America. On any given day, let yeah, alone Let alone the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so it was very important. We heard T-Sizzle talking about that. Andy Reid talked about that all week. All of these veterans came out there. Tyron Matthew was talking about it all week. Staying focused. 
keeping your eyes on the prize. We'll party later. Travis Kelsey, another guy who's you know been known to be a partier. Right. He was a guy that was heavily talking about it this week. The fact that all these guys were dead set on focusing on winning a title and then they'll party afterwards. Mm-hmm. That was important for them. And you saw that in this game. They they had a lot of focus early on, and you know you know the Niners were bringing everything they could in that first half. Yeah, for sure. And and it was really good to see them stay focused throughout that game. Mm-hmm. They said Miami will be there always, but this Super Bowl game is <laughs> one and done for now. I know, it's, <laughs> man, it it is crazy to see how they were able to go into that environment the first time they got there. And they were able to pull it out in late fashion in a, in a manner where it took them to be hyper-focused in order to win. That was great to watch. It was. We want to hear your thoughts, how you're celebrating. Um, hit us up. We've got the text line, of course. We've got the number they can call in. Phone number 913-576-7610. We will take your calls up until 2 a.m. because uh, that's, that's when Dusty and Nick, the guys from Out of Bounds, they will be on taking you to 558 when Fesco, Kling, and Ryan will uh, be back on the airwaves. But we will take your calls, 913-576-7610. Tell us how you are celebrating the Chiefs Super Bowl victory. What does it mean to you? We want to hear from you. You can also text in on the Smitty's Garage Burgers and Beer text line, which is 69306. More when we return. Stay with us. Hey, how about those Chiefs? We are back live. Uh, continuous coverage of the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs. Still wild to hear that together, but <laughs> it is uh, pretty incredible. Pretty excited about it. We want to know how you're celebrating. We want to be a part of your celebration. So reach out to us. We do have a couple calls. Um, we'll hit up with link up with Reggie first from Anaheim. Reggie, 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 how you doing? Yeah, yeah. Hey man, <clears throat> I'm just now um, settling into my my crib out here in uh, in LA, and I, it's just. Man, I'm so overwhelmed with joy. Um, I didn't celebrate the whole fourth quarter, even when we took the lead. And then I don't blame you. Yeah, because it was two. They still had three timeouts, Uh three minutes left. And I was like, hey, man, y'all calm down. Everybody at the Chiefs bar in L.A., we had about 800 people at the Chiefs bar in L.A. Um, They were all like, oh, we just said, hey, man, they got still got time. Mm -hmm. And then when, when when we got them to turn over on downs, I said, hey, man, we still have to run the ball out. We There's still like a minute and 20 left. Right. There's a lot of football let me left. Tell you, let me tell y'all something, man. Doggone, when Damian Williams broke up that sideline, I broke into tears, yo. Like, <laughs> I literally fell down on that dirty concrete in Studio City, California, <laughs> and I broke into sobbing tears. Like an ugly cry? Like an ugly one? Yeah, it was, it was, it was grandma... My baby just graduated from high school. I've seen that. Jail cry. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was tore up. I had a tore up face, and I'm proud to say that um, we've been holding Chiefs down in uh, on the West Coast. We Yay. have six chapters of Chiefs bars here in, in in Southern California. I will be coming home Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. My flight leaves at 5 a.m. It lands at noon, so I'll be in town till Thursday. I, I'm just so – I love y'all. Like I say all the time, bro, I really do love everything you guys do at 610. You guys keep us connected, uh, even though we're thousands of miles away from home, and we've been able to connect 
our people out here to 610 in Kansas City. So we've got a lot of L.A. people that tune in. And Patrick Mahomes is creating new Chiefs fans every day, guys. Like, Patrick Mahomes is the god of football, and that's a world that I want to live in. Take care, guys. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, Reggie. Call, Reggie. Love him. Man. What a 800 guy. 800 people. Because I know that bar gets really packed. Mm-hmm. I, I see his stuff on Facebook all the time. And leading into those games, there's people out there three hours before the games start, and it's just a line all the way out the door. And down the street as people are waiting to get into this Chiefs bar. And we've obviously seen, if you've, you know, watching those Chiefs games that take place in Los Angeles, it's mostly Chiefs fans there when they go play the Chargers. So it we know that there's a really great crowd there in uh, in Los Angeles for Kansas City Chiefs fans. So it is uh, it's great to hear these moments that all these people are having. And on top of that, we appreciate you listening to us and right. supporting us as uh, we try to give you the best Chiefs coverage here in this city. No, that's cool. And we appreciate the call, obviously. And I love that he was like, I just broke down, man. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, uh, I, I feel you. I was the same. I was like, okay, just trying to keep it even keeled. <laughs> you know, it just takes me back to my days of being in a game of some sort, whether it be soccer or even at the Chiefs game when I felt like, okay, I've got to get ready for this first quarter, second quarter. But it was just one of those things. I was like, okay, don't celebrate too soon. Okay, it's not over yet, type thing, and it would just—I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But the tears came for me too. Uh, appreciate him sharing that, though. <laughs> when uh, when Damian Williams broke that run, like we were—I'd say—I think I was just in shock at that point. When they got the stop <laughs> on fourth down, that was big. I knew it was over. <laughs> I knew it was over because I was like, at this point now, if you are the Niners' defense, you're done. You're checked out. Because you know at this point... You done messed you, up. <laughs> you can't stop them at this point. They're feeling themselves. They already scored two touchdowns on you in this quarter. Mm-hmm. That It's done at this point. Damian was ready to go because he hadn't been getting a whole bunch of touches throughout. He got, he got a lot of touches in the first half, but in the second half, he wasn't getting a whole lot of work. So at that point, you knew that Damian was going to be fresh and he's going to be ready to go, and you saw it. Because that first run, he fell for five yards. I was like, oh, he's feeling it. He's ready to go. He's going to get this first down. This one's over. And when he broke that run, like all we were chanting in the room was the Chiefs won the mother bleeping Super Bowl. That's what it was. We just kept, we were jumping around. Like my friend, my best friend, he was just on Snapchat or whatever. And he was just posting all sorts of snaps. And we were just just yelling at the top of our lungs because we were so excited to see our team. And it didn't really sink in at the time. No. It really it wasn't until uh the Gatorade bath happened and we saw the final yeah. score, the 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 thirty one twenty on the on the scoreboard, uh, you know, at the end of the game. That's when it really hit us. It this is real. Right. This is happening. And this is something that, that me and my friends have talked about for years. And you know, you hear all the jokes from the non Chiefs fans. Right. And when that moment happened, I didn't say any jokes. You I didn't. Just, say, you didn't send me. I, I will give you credit, and you didn't wear the ugly ass Raiders hat. So I will give you credit for that, Kramer. I'm wearing red right now. You are That's wearing. That's true. But I that did. I, that I noticed that. Maybe by you the way. just. Maybe that just happened to be in your rotation. So I'm not going to give you that much credit. <laughs> but at least you didn't wear that ugly ass Raiders hat. At least you had respect for us as Chiefs fans. That'll be tomorrow. Just wait. You for can't it. do that tomorrow. You got to wait till like. 
the combine or something before you can start gloating about being a Royal. I mean, a Raiders fan, even though I wouldn't gloat about that right now. Oh, I haven't. Your team wants to sign an old ass Tom Brady. You, you don't even, your team's not even confident in their quarterback. Maybe so, Chris Jones. They're not going to sign Chris Jones. Chris Jones is going to play at least another year. I hope tag. so. They'll he, probably, he deserves to be here. They'll probably, he, does, he deserves to get paid, right. especially after the way he was playing in this Super Bowl. And where, the way he was talking after the game. Oh, Ooh. he was talking spicy after. We'll, we'll try to get some of that. Out. What the edited, what the edited we'll, yeah. we'll try to get some of that audio later on in the show. He's a bad man. He is a <laughs> he bad just, man. And I love that he was going to tell you he was. Same with Tyreek. Like, I love that. But, I mean, they just did that. So, But that moment when, when Damien broke that run, it was yeah. just – like the feel, the freeing feeling that I had, it was just, it, it was amazing. I, I'd say this. I've seen, we obviously seen championships with the Royals. I've mm-hmm. seen champions, two championships for my Florida Gators football team. <laughs> I mean, I I've seen numerous, sporting. You, yeah, we've seen sporting win a championship. I've seen numerous UCL championships from Real Madrid, but the feeling when Damian broke that touchdown, that was it was almost a surprise as Pat's run, the run, right? Yes. I just did not see that coming, and he made something out of nothing. And yeah, yeah, because like when he, you know? because when, when Pat made that run in the AFC Championship game, I knew the game was over then. Well, I think also ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the world thought mm-hmm. he was going out of bounds. Yeah, everyone right? did. And when and he cut so, back in and he fell in the end zone, everyone knew that game was over. Right. And when similar thing when, with when Damian cut when he got that and he went he 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 got the outside edge and he just. Ran up the sideline. I thought he was done. And then, boom. Just like, oh we just my had God. six more points. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we finally did it. No, I think My entire life, 27 years of being a Chiefs fan, and finally we get that payoff. It, it, is, it is amazing. We'll continue to take your calls at uh, 913-576-7610. Uh, what is that? Is that Athen? What, what is the name on the uh, on the phone line there? Athen. Athen. Athen is in Kansas City. Athen, you are on uh, our extended Chiefs post game coverage. Hey guys, um, man, what a night! What a night! I'm outside walking just to cool down because it's been a crazy night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fifty years ago, I was three years old, and I don't remember the game, so I got to enjoy the first Super Bowl in 50 years in Kansas City. And um, I tell you what, for the next year, we can all say we're Super Bowl champions in Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody can say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but tonight at the house I was at, there was like five couples there. And boy, in the third and fourth, beginning of the fourth quarter, everybody was kind of bickering. You know, we we're all pissed off because it was going the you know, the Chiefs just weren't clicking. And mm-hmm. they well, once it turned around, <laughs> it was a party. We had a great time. It was fun hanging out with them and enjoying the, watching the Chiefs win it. Unbelievable still, right? Oh, it is. It'll take days before it calms down. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate you calling in and sharing with us. Uh, yeah, thanks for the call, Ethan. <laughs> Man, it is it is very surreal still thinking about the – and it, it, it really won't hit me no. hard – until I start seeing the stuff tomorrow, I see the Disney World commercial. I see all the the gear commercials that are going to be on ESPN tomorrow morning. Like that's when it's going to hit in. Like it's it's going to be very it's very surreal right now. Oh, for sure. And I'm pretty sure you know all the people calling in, all the people listening, texting in, etc. It's it's something that 
because of it's taken so long for us to get to this point, it's hard for us to digest that this is really happening. It actually happened. Yes. Like su- the, just the fact that we were in the Super Bowl didn't hit me until I started seeing all the little graph. Like I started seeing like the Super Bowl coverage this morning and I started to see the them have the little pieces for all the, the players that are on the team. The, the Tyron Matthew piece about about how he went from the this troubled past at LSU to being one of the best safeties in the league. It's just ama- it was amazing seeing that and that's when it really hit me. And then I kind of got a little nervous. Yeah, I think it, I'm still processing it all. I think again the amount of people and excitement and sheer pride for the being from Kansas City and in Kansas City um that I experienced today just this evening down in, in uh, Power and Light was unreal. And I can only compare it to the World Cup watch parties. If you ever saw any of those videos, they were wild and um, just crazy. But this spread out. It bled over. It wasn't just inside of the live block. This was Grand was closed off. Walnut was closed off. And this was just the streets just full of people who were happy and cheering. And um, it, it was a surreal experience. And like I said, I mean, it's still not set in. But we're sitting here talking about it. And it is kind of... <laughs> You know, just kind of becoming more real. Um, I know that the parade will be huge. And so once we get to experience that as a city as well, that will be cool. It will be really cool to welcome the team back home to Kansas City and just see all the ceremonies that will continue to play out. Um, just what a what a year, you know, like what a year. We thought we were on top of the world and then we were at the bottom because we had an injury and then we were – okay and then another injury and it was just you know in the cards not in the cards and somehow we made it we you know clawed it back up to the top and we made it and it's incredible I felt like the team was a little cursed with all those injuries I was like crazy this year's not just not our year not Patrick Mahomes kneecap dislocates we had Tyreek Hill get injured we had Sammy Watkins get injured Chris Jones was injured Frank uh, Frank Clark was injured. A couple of different injuries for some people. To, I mean, you know, it was not just just so many done. guys are hurt. Fish missed like half the season with his uh, with his hernia or whatever. I mean, it was just it was so we felt like we were snake bitten. Right. It felt like this is just like this is one of those years where you're clearly more talented than everybody out there, <laughs> but the problem is because you're not healthy, it doesn't matter. And that's what it felt like. It felt like it was going to be one of those years where, like, we're going to waste a year of our championship w- opportunity, our championship winning window, because guys can't stay healthy. And think about it. When Mahomes went down with that injury in Denver, we were thinking that the season was going to end drastically different than how it ended this evening. <laughs> it's just how, it's crazy how much changed in just a few months. It is, and it's all good. All changing in the right direction. Uh, we'll go take another one more caller before we go to break. Looks like we are going to hear from Dan, who is in KCK. Dan, what's going on? Hey, Jane. Hi, yeah. hi Chris. How you doing? We did it. We are the world champions. I'll tell you the turning point of the game, guys. I was on third and 15 when they hit Tyra Kill. Yes. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Kelsey with a touch. And then uh, it was 24-20 on Williams. Uh, Kyle Shannon tried to challenge it. And it, it, looked like it was a close play, but I think Williams did cross the plane. So I did, they couldn't overturn it. Then, then the Daniel Williams, 11-point yeah, uh, touchdown for the 
silly. Look, I, tell, I was a little bit emotional. I was two years old last time the Chiefs won. And my, brother, <laughs> my brother John, he called me from Tupelo, Mississippi. He's, he's, he's full of emotion right now. He's crying his eyes out. And then I'll be going to the championship parade. I went to the Royals in 2015. Uh, before that, they didn't have a streetcar, and I couldn't get to the Union Station. But I went to the one on right across from Sprint Center. But then, then after when they when they come to the uh, Sprint Center, I'm going to catch the streetcar to the Union Station. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. and I'm going to find out if uh, Travis Kelsey will be Johnny Gomes and said, can you believe what those guys did? <laughs> I, think, I think it's so. Uh, and Caesar, uh, Las Vegas is picking the Chiefs to repeat next year. I think this, oh, I like that. Yeah, I think they're going to do it too. Uh, I think they got a good opportunity to do it. I think it's the start of the dynasty. So take care of yourself, Julian and Chris. Take care of yourself. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. Dan, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks I for love the call, your energy. Dan. I love Dan. Dan always brings the energy when he's he gets great. on the air after Chiefs and Royals games. I love taking him. And he knows caller. what he's talking about, too. I love that. Yeah. No, he's it, the Chiefs should be favored because this team isn't going anywhere. And I'm really excited about the, the future prospects of this team repeating as a champion. That's crazy to think about, but back-to-back will be dope. <laughs> All right. We want to hear from you. So please feel free to chime in. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Hey. We are back in and just have to say, holy crap, we've been waiting 50 years for this. Chiefs for life <laughs> from the text line. <laughs> yeah, Smitty's Garage Burgers and Beer text line, which is 69306. Hit us if up. If you want to send us your thoughts, your uh, your your ideas about this Chiefs game, this Super Bowl victory. <laughs> After 50 bleeping years, we have won a Super Bowl. It's ours. I can't yes. take it. Another one. I live near Chicago. Lifelong Chiefs fan. My three boys and I drove seven hours to watch the game with my family in Missouri. Driving home now. Thank you guys for staying on light late. Taking calls, keeping us pumped up the way home. Shout out to you. Make it safe back to Chicago. Thanks for listening. Um, that's dedication. Drive seven hours just to watch the game. Yes. Yeah. But that's what you have to do for this. It's been 50 years. You want these memories. You want to spend them the right way. You want to create... You know, I assume this one is is going to be a family memory that, you know, again, hopefully it's not going to be another 50 years, knock on wood. Yes. However, you just never know. So yeah. shout out to you and the fam. Hope you guys make it home safely. People, there were a lot of people that were driving into town yeah. to watch the game at bars or to watch it with family. Mm-hmm. Um, I had friends who had reserved tables at different establishments at P&L. And it ranged from $1,200 to $2,000 just to reserve a table at these establishments at P&L for the, the game. It is crazy how much money people were wanting to spend so that they could be at, you know, be around people, be at these events so that they could go out and watch these, uh, watch this game and be in the environment here in Kansas City. It is really crazy to see. Heck yeah. I mean, why not? This was huge. And again, 50 years. Um, you know it was going to be big. It's going to be big no matter what because Chiefs Kingdom doesn't do anything in a minimal way. No. No. We're very extra about everything that we do. We are do. very extra, very <laughs> proud of it. But this 50 years and super, you know, 100 years of NFL. And there was just so many reasons why this was going to be a huge night. And I was thinking about that when I was driving in. I was listening to Bink doing uh, doing the Chiefs post game. It's just like it felt. I mean, it just you know like how twenty fifteen 
felt like it was our year when the Royals were making their push. And I know Denny Matthews talked about that all year long, about when it's your year, it's your year. That's what this year felt like as a Chiefs fan. Even when we had those moments where it felt like we were snake bitten, it felt like we were cursed, and it felt like we were just not going to be able to get over the hump because fate just didn't have it in for us. The fact that we were in the position that we were in and this team was able to overcome so much adversity, down 24, down 10 twice, and then down 10 in the Super Bowl, it's just it felt like it was it was just made to happen. And in a year, it's the hundredth year of the NFL, and sixty years is the sixtieth year for the for the Chiefs franchise. Right. It just felt like it was fate. And that's something that was really special about this year as a whole. Cause it just it it felt like we finally were gonna get the break that we needed. <laughs> and then at times it felt like it wasn't gonna happen, and then finally it did. It's just, it's crazy how things played out in this game, especially in this game, because it was kind of an amalgamation of the entire, our entire lives as Chiefs fans, where it felt like it just wasn't our time yet. And then eventually, and it it might not ever be, it might not ever be. And then it eventually was at the very end, because when they went up 20 to 10, I was not worried at that time, but I was like, man, it would be so Chiefs if they were to lose this game. And that's unfortunately, that was the vibe. And that was everyone's thought process. And it would be, it was just, everybody would not be shocked if right now we let it go. Another lifelong Chiefs fan from 773. I don't know where that is. Oh, living in Chicago. So on the text line, 40 years of living in Chicago. Love KC Chiefs. All the suffering is gone. Thank you, Chiefs. Regards. (laughs) Uh, DJ Abacus. Thanks for shouting us out, dude. We appreciate that. (laughs) And um, right now we have a special guest. We have a special uh, one, Cody Tapp. Excuse me. Cody Tapp. Cody from, uh, Tapp, <laughs> who is Hello joining from us. Miami. Hey, Hello Cody. from Miami. Hello from Miami. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. Yeah. Watching a terrific football game. Then got to cover some post-game stuff. I don't know. After I do a little more work, maybe hit the town. <laughs> I like the energy, Cody. I mean, are you on a high like we are? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, inside the stadium was incredible yeah i don't know what it was like on tv i can't speak to that inside the stadium it was incredible and then talking to some of the guys after and i mean look i know you guys are gonna have to bleach some stuff but chris jones saying that they're gonna start an effing and i did not got <laughs> dynasty yeah sammy you know like i'm careful i'm careful with it but i mean it was <laughs> it was genuinely electric especially in the second part of that fourth quarter mm-hmm. when patrick mahomes just you know like he does he just went Terminator and decided to hell with it. I'm going to win this game anyway. <laughs> when when they finally clinched it and they finally won, I know that you as media, we as media cannot celebrate in the press box. It is not allowed. It is not considered ethical or professional. But how how hard was it for you as a Chiefs fan to restrain yourself from celebrating in that, in that press box? Cause I can tell you here in Kansas city, we were jumping around and screaming as this team was clinching that game. First, we were in the auxiliary press box, which is amongst the people. Yes. <laughs> I was the lay people. The real fans. No one was going to notice whether or not I was cheering or not. A lot of it was 
I wanted to, I, I celebrate a little. And then I was making sure that I got some video of, you know, confetti flying on the field and all the fun <laughs> stuff that comes with that. It's been hard, but that's what the next few days are about. I mean, I'm not going to sleep in Miami tonight. And then we'll do a show tomorrow from 10 to 2. And then I'll fly back and maybe sleep a little. And then we'll have a parade come Wednesday. So right. it was difficult. But, I mean, this is, this is why you're in this business in general. Mm-hmm. Just to live moments like this. And tonight was one of those moments. Oh, clearly unforgettable. How would you say other teams or so anybody in Miami, how would you say they um, observed Chiefs fans? Do you think that Chiefs, the kingdom really came out in full force? Do you think that people really know who we are now? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were plenty of 49ers fans. Don't let me disgrace their presence. They mm-hmm. had plenty of authority inside that stand too, but this was a home game. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was loud. The chop broke out, I don't know, a dozen times during the game. And then when it got late, when Niners fans were feeling pretty good, Mahomes threw that second pick. After that, once Mahomes turned it on, I mean, you felt the presence again. And they were out on third downs and stuff, too. But um, if you were inside that stadium, it was incredibly obvious just how many Chiefs fans were there. I mean, it was glaringly obvious. I mean, they, they showed out in full force tonight. That's now, awesome. Now, you talked to a lot of those players after the game. What was their, their players' mindset that you were able to get when they were down 20 to 10, halfway through the fourth quarter, and the defense knew they needed stops and the offense knew that they had to score? What was, their, what was the kind of mindset that you were kind of getting from them in that situation? Honestly, depended on the player. Mm-hmm. Irie Killer said he was nervous, and then he was down. And then Patrick Mahomes came over and told him not to be that way and rejuvenated him. Eric Fisher said, we got Pat Mahomes. I wasn't worried. Frank Clark, we got Pat Mahomes. I'm not worried. <laughs> it just depended on the player for that answer, right? Yeah. It was just, it was player dependent completely. But everyone was confident that, like, you know, other than a few players, most people had the same answer, which was, if Pat's back there, fine. Multiple defenders said, all we knew is that if we gave the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, We'd be all right. And, I mean, they're not wrong. Based on the way that game ended, they were a 1,000% right to have that feeling. That's incredible, and that is how it should be. You know, I mean, this was such a great championship game. This was a really hard-fought game from both sides. Um, I mean, what does this do for Andy Reid's legacy, and what does this mean to not only him but his coaching tree and his players below him? There are no questions remaining. That's it. He's done. There's no more questions remaining. The only thing left in Andy Reid's career was, can he win the big one? That's over. We know that. He just won it. Right. So, um, I mean, his legacy is going to be one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He has a mountain of wins. He now has a Super Bowl. And he's got a chance for a few more the next couple of years because he has the best player on the planet. So he's not even done necessarily. He said with this group, he wished he could coach another 20 years, or would coach. He didn't even say wish. So, I mean, any questions that are left are done. Now he gets to just try to build, I don't know, a dynasty. And he went, and that's coming from a coach who went to four straight NFC title games, too, by the way. <laughs> now he's gone to two straight AFC title games and won a Super Bowl. So, there aren't any questions remaining for him. All the players were so incredibly happy for him. And honestly, you just can't blame him. That guy deserved it.
Now, you obviously are around a bunch of media out there, not just local, but national as well. What was the reaction to Patrick Mahomes' struggles through the first three and a half quarters and how he was able to get that team out of that rut and eventually get them to this this championship win? I think the early part was, was right. I think the 49ers defense really frustrated him. And that was pretty clear. Like, he didn't have anything deep. They didn't take any deep shots. And honestly, it kind of felt like... For three and a half quarters, they were definitely out coaching, out play. There's no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like the offense was, it almost felt like if I had watched what a Super Bowl with Andy Reid and Alex Smithen looked like for a stretch. <laughs> it like, was, oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing past five yards. Give me something down the field. <laughs> yes. Um, but to turn it around, I mean, it was simple. Like, once they let him open it up, and, and it, you know, some of that stuff wasn't there early. But the second that thing opened up, that game came down to one thing. The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. And those two quarterbacks are not the same. Jimmy Garoppolo melted, melted down at the end of that game. Right. And all Patrick did was sit at 10 points in the third quarter and still get not held under 30. They still dropped 31. So, I mean, that's the clear difference in this game. How they turn it around is one quarterback is great. The other is Jimmy Garoppolo. Of course, we are joined with Cody Tap live from Miami. Cody, we really appreciate you calling us in right now and just sharing the vibes, what's going on tonight. What does tomorrow look like for you guys? What are you doing? Are you, do you think? Uh, no, it's good. Uh, I don't know for the rest of tonight. <laughs> um, we'll let that go. We like, just want you to still, celebrate, still, too. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we're still at the stadium. Okay. I got some stuff to get done, and I'm probably going to hit the town for a few drinks. And then we got to get up bright and early tomorrow, and there's a press conference at 8.30 because the Chiefs are the winning team. And then uh, 10 a.m. Oh, – that's 8.30 local time, sorry. So 7.30 Kansas City time. If yeah. You're gonna listen. Sure. And then I'm going to do a show from 10 to 2. <laughs> and then eventually fly back and try to sleep. That's the, that's the current objective. Incredible. Well, we really appreciate you shouting us out, calling us in. Um, have fun. Have so much fun tonight. Have some drinks for us. Um, and go Chiefs, man. Will do. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, it's Cody Tap from Cody and Gold. You can listen to them 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. tomorrow as they are still out there in uh, in sunny and beautiful Miami. We actually had a little bit of Miami today with the weather. Oh, my gosh. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. It was amazing here. It was just it, – it felt like Miami was here. It was so amazing. I was like – might be an omen. This yeah. might actually be an omen because we're getting amazing weather here just like they're having down yeah, there. Yeah, it was funny. At one point, somebody just on their iPhone weather app, so nothing high-tech or anything like that, yeah, but yeah. pulled up the weather in Kansas City was 66, weather in Miami, 66. Yeah, yeah, and then eventually got up to 70, which is funny because that's the 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 high for today in history, recorded history, 69 degrees here in Kansas City. So the fact that we were finally able to beat that record was pretty great. Perfect. And it's actually an omen as well because the last time they won a, won a championship was the '69 season. So, uh, very it was it was it was very much the perfect kind of day that we could have, and uh, the game ended the perfect kind of way. Oh my gosh! Feeling like we weren't going to get it, like we have as Chiefs fans in our time, and then finally 
this team is able to overcome all of the adversity that they had created for themselves, and they finally get that coveted Super Bowl championship. Incredible. Still slightly unbelievable. However, uh, we're still chatting about it for another two hours. So chime in. Uh, we do have a couple of callers on hold that we will get to next after break, but definitely keep, keep them coming. So hit us up on the text line. Of course, call. We got more coverage after this. Hey, how about those two? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 